Yeah! What's up, guys? My name's Connor Gall, and welcome to the first ever episode of Bases, Birds, Bullies, and Baskets. I'm here with Wanya Warren and Billy Zabricki, and we're here to give you all of our unwanted opinions on all things Philly sports. We're just a few guys from Delco putting our shitty opinions out there and hoping we get a few laughs along the way. With that said, let's get into it. We're going to talk about a lot of the issues with the birds. We're coming up on two weeks now from the season finale and what we like to call Nate Gate, where Doug Peterson decided in the third quarter to pull Jalen Hurts and put in Nate Sudfeld to ultimately tank the game and give us a better draft position, which was ultimately the right decision. Winning that game made no sense at all. It would have been the awful decision for us to try to knock the Redskins out of the playoffs. Yeah. It, so, start things off. I, I would say it was the right decision to tank the game for the pick, but historically, Eagles don't do good with draft picks, period. No, we, we don't draft well. We have never drafted well. We haven't drafted a pro bowler since, I believe, 2013, with the exclusion of Wentz in the 2016 draft. Howie Roseman cannot draft. He only proves it year in and year out, taking... Arthega Whiteside over any other receiver, Metcalf, Brown, McLaurin, the list goes on. He doesn't he doesn't know what he's doing there. He goes off script. He goes off the board. We've missed out on different pro bowlers, different what seems to be Hall of Fame players. He really seems lost during the draft. Yeah, I just I do agree tanking was the right move on now. I'm not a huge fan of using the word tanking. In this, in our situation, it was more of a strategic advantage. So, hopefully, that helps us out. See, I love tanking personally. I do, and I don't understand why it was so, you know, out of place to tank all of a sudden. Everyone knew that the Jets were tanking. The Dolphins have tanked in the past. The Giants have tanked in the past. Every team, at some point or another, has tanked in any sport. It is. The way you build up a great team. There's there's so many different areas where people have criticized, you know, the Jets for winning that game. Dan Orlovsky was one of them. Came at the Jets hard for winning that game and then turned around when we decided to tank at the end of the season and called it shameful and all these other different terms. It really doesn't make sense that the entire NFL came down on us. It also didn't make sense to put an Eagles and sorry, Washington football team on primetime television when it really was one of the worst games on TV. Two teams that were going to finish under 500 in the worst division in the NFL, in possible NFL history, it didn't make any sense to bump the game from its 4 o'clock spot. Yeah. And it's, to me, like the, the losing of the last game, I, the, where I see people having a problem with it was like, if we tanked the whole season, it would be one thing. But to, like, be actively trying to win and still dropping the ball and losing every game and then us having a chance to win and go out on, like, a higher note and be like, at least we won the last game. I could see where people would be upset. We're like, dude, we were right there. Why put Nate Sudfeld in? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> putting Nate in doesn't make Nate is not a good quarterback. I I love the guy solely because he wears midnight green. 
But, I mean, the guy's got awful, and it goes back for, to, for years now to the 2017 season where we watched him play against the Cowboys in a 6 to nothing loss, and I watched him spin away from nothing and get clobbered for, like, an 8-yard loss. I mean, the guy does not... He when does did, not have his wits about when him. When did we acquire Sudfeld? I'm not really Twitter, sure. He's just kind of yeah. been here yeah. for a while now. <laughs> what college did this man go to? I'm not what? sure he did. Has he ever played actual football before? I think he showed up one day wearing a red shirt, and they were like, oh, shit, you're one of our quarterbacks. Yeah. You should get it for you. He was behind McCown when we had him. Jesus yeah. Christ. Like, that guy's played for, like, 89% of NFL teams. Hey, say what you want about my boy McCown, but he rocks Jordan Cleats. Yeah, and gets first downs. My man hustles. Yeah, he had a pretty solid deal this year, sitting at home <laughs> yeah. as an emergency quarterback. There's no better, there's no better position than the backup quarterback. Yeah, especially when you get to sit at home. Make yeah. all the money, do nothing. But the old call... Mountain State mentality. Exactly, Alex <laughs> Moran, baby. But to call the last season of the game a disgrace to the NFL I think was going so far and people really were just trying to push a narrative and a beaten narrative of that of just how sorry this division is yeah I mean the main people you heard it from were the Giants yeah which like I'm sorry if you didn't want to if you didn't want to like if if you wanted to make the playoffs then win more games don't suck don't be don't be a shitty fucking football team and win some games you lost to us because your tight end dropped a wide-open touchdown pass, wound up losing that game, and that's really what it came down to and pushing you guys out of the playoffs. You win that game, you controlled your fate. Yeah. Don't count on the Eagles to beat the Washington football team at the end of the season. That Don't cry about it. Just take your loss and move on. Let Alex Smith have his Rudy moment. Exactly. Which They raise his broke ass in the air. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, and then we got to watch what was pretty exciting, Heineken, which I know his name's Heineke, but Heineken (laughs) just destroying it out there. He really gave the Bucks a run for their money, and it was it was a lot of fun to watch. More fun than it would have been to see the Eagles play anybody or the Giants play any team. Because good lord, would not have been worth the watch. No, I mean the Cowboys weren't crying about anything. I know they didn't have a chance when this happened, but like. The Cowboys knew their fates already. They didn't even want it. They didn't really want it. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to be a playoff team with the worst record. Yeah. You know, you don't want to be the four seed under 500. That's not attractive. That's not what you want to be known as. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you, you really hang that banner up. It's not really something to be proud of. Yeah. So, but there's a lot of questions going into this offseason. And I think the biggest one, now that old Dougie Visor is out, Who's our head coach? We don't have a head coach. Now we don't have an offensive coordinator. Jim Swartz, get me the fuck out of here. This is a dumpster fire, which we're all happy about anyway. But, I mean, if your worst like coach is begging to get the fuck out and is done with football, where are you going from here? Yeah. I mean, we don't have anything. And how do, we, how do we even attract any kind of head coaching talent with what's going on with the team. You don't have a quarterback right now because you either have Wentz or Hurts. There's no in-between. I don't. I personally don't believe you can keep both of them on the team. Your best tight end, who used to be a top three, top three tight end in the league, you don't know if you're re-signing him. Yep. Your wide receiving core is still bottom barrel, no matter what you do. 
You don't really have an offensive line. That's Swiss cheese. Everybody's injured. Lane Johnson, for what it's worth, needs to be off of the Eagles. I love the guy personally. I think he's awesome. I think he, you know, he really embodies what Philly is. He's done. Who knows how long Jason Kelsey has or if he's going to retire this year. Lane Johnson neither needs to either be off the Eagles or put back on steroids, <laughs> and then he can stay. I agree. I'll pee in a cup for him every single week. <laughs> yeah. He, I mean. Let that man heal faster and he can stay. <laughs> yeah. I agree. He's got to be on the juice or something has to change because he can't play a game that he's not at 40%. The defensive line is getting is getting old. It's not bad, but it's getting old, and we take a lot of penalties. More than we ever need to. It's really setting us back. I mean, every good play we have, it's actually a 10-yard penalty because we lined up in the neutral zone or we were offsides, actually, or it was holding. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I mean, we're doing something undisciplined. And, I mean, that comes back to coaching. We'll see what happens in the offseason with, you know, coaching signings. We need help in the, in the D-backs. Slay can't do everything by himself. Yeah. No, as much as he wants to. At one point, I, I like Slay a lot. I think he's super talented. You're not Jalen Ramsey, though. Yeah. You can't handle DK Metcalf on your own. Not many people can handle DK. He's not a wide receiver. No. He's a he's a lineman playing. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's he's it's insane the size of this man. They needed to put a double on him. That comes down to coaching too, though. Your player says I don't need it. Shut the fuck up. You are the player. I'm the coach. Yep. You need to listen to what I'm saying and take the double. That should have been the end of it. It wasn't whatever. We let Malcolm Jenkins go a year ago. Still he's mad. still doing well. I know. Yeah. He's still doing well on the Saints. He's been everywhere on that field tonight. So then we have, to come back to the question, who wants to take this coaching job? We're not getting anybody out of college. So you can throw no. that narrative out the window because no one's going to say, let me start my NFL coaching career on the Philadelphia Eagles yeah. and that fucking dumpster fire. Yeah. No one's saying that. Who do you think is going to be – Who who's your top pick as a head coach? If we don't sign Deuce Staley, I think it's a travesty to this city. As I, an yeah. Eagles fan, yeah, I totally agree. I think I don't hate Josh McDaniels also. I also don't hate Josh McDaniels. I think that's a, I think that's a great secondary. I think a great matchup would be make, uh, McDaniels as the head coach and Deuce as the OC. But – I don't think I don't know if Deuce takes that. I think Deuce thinks he's ready for the head coaching position. I can't say I don't I don't agree. Yeah. We could try it out maybe with the OC, see if he takes it. We'll see what happens. My thing with Deuce is it's the easiest transition. Because the quarterback narrative is going to be beaten to death next year. We get a head coach in there who's brand new, who doesn't really know what's going on. We're gonna we're gonna suck next year. I oh, hope yeah. all of you yeah, Philly, Philly fans are ready. Unless something you know, majestic happens in this offseason and everything goes right and no one gets hurt and nothing Philly happens to this team, we're going to suck. We're going to be bottom barrel again. And they're going to take it out on the head coach if he's, you know, someone we don't know. Because it's going to be his fault. Because why we blame our own for, you know, something we don't want to really admit. So they're going to fire or they're just going to hate the head coach again. So why not bring in someone we like, we know, Deuce Staley, Players like him. Exactly. You have former players, players that played with him, you know, players that haven't even played with him. Like, I love this guy. I believe, now if we do bring in Deuce Daly, I believe that he has the best potential at bringing the Philly culture back to where it was. He, he, is, he, he is 100% deserving of the job. 
people respect him. Everybody that he's in contact with loves him. So why not give him the chance to bring the culture that is needed, that is completely gone, void from this team? I think it would be one of the biggest helps at this moment. I agree. Yeah, I think I think he embodies the city. He played here before. I, I think the city loves him, embraces him. Your best player, Miles Sanders, who is the Eagles' current best player for all his fumbles or drops. He is the best yeah. player we we have. He loves him. He wants him here. So maybe maybe take a take a page out of your book, man. Like maybe maybe you go off script. Maybe you don't listen to the things you've been doing for the last thirty years. And you sign the guy the players like. Yeah. You do something for the players for once. Get something going in this locker room. You this whole like the office is one side and the players are the one side. It's really creating a division that we're turning into the Cowboys. Yeah. Jerry Jones owns the team and pushes the players out. They're not going to have Dak next year. I don't like Dak. I don't think he's the best quarterback. But he's earned something. He's earned at least a part of the contract he's asking for, and he should be on the team next year. They're not going to give him what he what he's earned, and he won't be there next year. They're going to roll probably with Andy Dalton for another year and be terrible again, right? I mean, how many 8-8 eight and eight seasons have they had in the past? Yeah. Right? Like... like yeah, so I don't see I don't see how you know we don't mesh this more together with you know bringing Deuce in, then finding maybe a college offensive coordinator to bring in. I don't really know who we bring in as the the defensive coordinator right now. You know that's kind of up in the air. We'll see what kind of lies there. Matt Patricia. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Honestly, that guy's falling hard, so he might take whatever he can get at this point. So. I think there's a lot of issues. I think the the next number one issue outside of head coach, what do you do with Wentz? I love Wentz. I want to keep Wentz. I think he's got a lot left in the tank. I As, as well as Hertz has played, and I think he's played well enough to earn a starting position, I don't think he's going to be you know, that guy for a franchise. I think... He's fast. His arm is kind of there. It's more not there than it is. I think he is a watered-down Lamar Jackson. And Lamar Jackson's struggling like crazy right now because if you contain his run, you've contained his entire play. And, I mean, I do think parts of Wentz are broken, whether it be mentally. I think his play is still there. I don't think the injuries are holding him back really at all. I think the play calling, play decisions, I think Doug Peterson and Wentz were really clashing pretty hard. Yeah. So I think, you know, keeping Wentz, it, you go all in on the guy, finally. I think, not even by play-wise, but I think that you have to go all in on Wentz contract, but just because of the contract that we gave him, even when, you know what I mean, that was a show of good faith to Wentz. His contract wasn't up, he wasn't up for renegotiations, and we signed him and gave him a Brinks truck of cash. So I think trading him is going to be a lot harder, not even for his play, for like the season that he had, but for the fact that nobody wants to take that cap hit. And unless he's writing the Eagles a $20 million check, the Eagles are also going to take a huge cap hit from trading him. 
So I think we ha- kind of, in a way, we have to stick with Wentz just to save money. Honestly, when it comes down to business, we have to keep him to save money. I agree with you to a standpoint, and just to play devil's advocate, because you both know, you've both heard me talk for hours now about how much I love Wentz, how I think he's the franchise guy. We can get rid of Wentz and kind of save face as well. We have until, I believe it's June 21st, to have him restructure his deal and make it more affordable for us to trade him. Trading him is not going to be pretty, and I think the only real options are going to be to Indianapolis, which they've said they want Phillip Rivers for whatever reason that might be, because he did not prove anything this year. And then I think the Patriots could be a sleeper to take I could definitely Carson Wentz away. I can see yeah, that. And right now, like looking looking at the Eagles' Twitter feed and everything, and like searching on Twitter for Eagles, they're interviewing Josh McDaniels right now. How much of that interview do you think is talking about Wentz and coming going to the yeah going to the Patriots? You know what I mean? Yeah, seventy five percent of that conversation has to be. Well, I, I didn't know. I'm sorry, I jumped ahead of what you were saying. I think seventy five percent of every conversation is. Who do you want as your yeah. as your quarterback? What would what moves would you make? Are you going to resign or would you not resign? Would you keep Wentz or trade Wentz? Do you think you can fix him mentally? Because yeah. honestly, it's got to be difficult for any new quarterback. Yes, he's going on to his fifth year, but in his first year, he had a decent rookie season. It wasn't spectacular, but it gave hope. It was like, yeah. wow, this guy seems confident. I think we can get. I think we can do something to this guy. Absolutely. Second year MVP, MVP, front runner. There was nobody close. He lost it because of an injury. That on the injury he threw a touchdown pass. No, I don't. He was diving into the end zone. Well, no, but the play after uh, that, yeah, he, yeah. he he threw a touchdown pass yeah. on a torn ACL. Yeah. So then, you know, he he's got these great seasons. He twenty eighteen. It wasn't great. It wasn't. It wasn't bad though either. And then he had a back issue. But they win the Super Bowl in 2017 with Foles. You're still the starting quarterback. It's still your team. You're still the guy. Everybody reassures you, and they put a statue up of your backup in front of the stadium. You have to walk into work every day looking at your backup, doing the thing that you wish you would have done with no control of your own. You had no control over that. You weren't playing poorly, and they pulled you. You were just hurt on an MVP season. The whole city turns. Well, not the whole city. I'm sorry. Half the city turns. It's very split. It's either you want Wentz or you want Foles, and you can't even like the other one at this point. Yeah. The, the city is so toxic. You either, I love Wentz, and I hate Foles, or I love Foles, and I hate Wentz. We're right back there. Wentz finally had 2019 season. We started out slow. He kills at the end of the season. Really gets us to the playoffs by himself. He willed He's, us to the playoffs. Exactly. Throwing to Greg Ward. Who before this season, that 2019 season, I mean, he could have been a guy off the street. No one would have blinked. No one had heard of this man before. We get into the playoffs. He gets taken out by a cheap shot from Jadavian Clowney. It was, it, we finally, it was like a fresher breath there. Wentz played 16 games. We were going forward. He seems like he's got a clear head now. Foles in the past. I'm the Eagles quarterback. We're going we're going far. They gave him that giant contract. Exactly. 
they, my team went all in on me now. Yeah. You know, you got all the confidence in the world. All of a sudden, draft day, you have all of the needs in the world as well. And they took Jalen Hurts in the second round. It just didn't make any sense. It still doesn't make sense. I don't know why you would have taken, with how many holes we have everywhere else, I don't know why you would have taken a backup quarterback and claimed to be some QB factory. It just, it's mind-blowing. And nobody ever really explained why they made that choice. It was kind of just... I can't, I can't even tell you why they made that choice because it was never truly yeah. brought out to light who that, made it and what it was for. That happens so much in the Eagles organization where they're like, oh, that was my decision to make. It's like, well, why did you make it? Be, uh, it, it because it was my decision to make. Like, punting at the end of that game to have us tie oh or, like, you know, pulling Nate Sudfeld. Like, so many, so many uh, choices they make, and then when they get pressed on it, their answer is just because it was my decision like that's not good enough for your players that like hold you responsible for everything that's not good enough for the fans that i mean philadelphia it's no secret to anybody philadelphia is a very die hard very this this football team is all i've got to be happy about (laughs) kind of season (laughs) there's not much in this city to smile about man i can either win 10 bucks at harrow's and chestnut (laughs) or i can root for the eagles like but it's true each year the fans are getting smarter they're understanding football better especially keep going especially in a year we've got nothing to do yeah we've been home with Twitter fingers all day. <laughs> Buddy, know. we've got nothing. We're not at work. No. We have nothing to do. We're checking up on you 24-7. We want to know your sleep schedule at this point. <laughs> you need to give us more than it was just my decision. Yeah, because that, that makes absolutely no sense. Like, it, it is incredible how, how much people actually understand football these days. And you're just giving us plain answers that have absolutely no meaning to what we know we should be hearing. Exactly, and I don't want to see, like, they got rid of Doug Peterson for Carson Wentz. No, they didn't. I'm telling you, this meeting went just like this. Doug Peterson came in there, balls on the table, and said, I want Howie gone, and Lori said, well, there's the door then, because for some god-awful reason, Howie can't fucking leave Philadelphia. The man has only destroyed the team. I don't know what dirt he has on Lori and his family, but it must be outstanding because Howie just gets to do whatever he wants, make whatever mistakes, doesn't say anything about them, and just keeps a job. Yeah. It's remarkable. Like, you get rid of Malcolm Jenkins. He was the backbone of the defense. The only player on the defense last season, I'm pretty sure, that played every game. Was yeah. never out. Yeah. Was, was changing the play, like picking up where the rookie players were making mistakes and you trade him away. Like what I then I just don't understand it because he's asked he was asking for what, fourteen mil? Yeah, they and didn't even they caught him. Yeah. They just, and they, then you well, they, they just around, let him go. They just yeah. let him walk. And then you turn around and give Jalen Mills yeah. the, which, the defense. Which good on him. I I've always been a long time fan I of Jalen Mills. Yeah. Because we he was a what sixth round seventh round pick. We got what we got. Yeah, what we get, thought we were getting exactly. out of Jalen Mills. We weren't yeah. expecting you know. I this think we've got locked more. up Jalen Ramsey. We did honestly. Yeah, he lasted much longer. Mm-hmm. The city, for the most part, has taken to him. We make jokes about him, but in all actuality, we do kind of like the guy. Yeah. yeah, you know he does make big plays sometimes. 
But Malcolm Jenkins not being there has hurt this team. Absolutely. I didn't understand the Will Parks cutting. Yeah. Someone yeah. explain this to me. <laughs> this, this man embodied Philadelphia. We never played him. And then we're just like, oh, see ya. Go and back the to same, the Broncos. The same thing happened where the Broncos picked him up. We're like, yeah, we made a mistake letting him go. And he killed it. He had a yeah. great end of the season. I don't I, know any GM that has ever been demoted and then brought back into his position besides Howie. And kept making the same mistakes. Yeah. Yep. He makes the same mistakes, and they're just like, wow, this guy's got it. The only I, person um, that has done more damage to the Eagles organization is Chip Kelly. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. yeah. And it, and we canned yeah. him. Yeah. So I don't understand the love if – so you got rid. So you lost. This would have been the perfect year to get rid of Howie because we lost the head coach. We have an opening at offensive coordinator and a defensive coordinator. Why not then? Just get rid of Howie. Honestly, clean just sleep. clean house, dude. Just then, there's no expectations. But now all eyes are on Howie again. He's gonna fuck the draft up. We're probably gonna take a quarterback that no one's ever fucking heard of at the sixth pick. Don't get your hopes up for Devontae Smith and Jamar Chase. Because trust me, they won't be here. They're they're gonna get some whack ass fucking player that no one's heard of, and because they're eighteenth cousins with Randy Moss, so don't get your hopes up. Howie does not draft for need or best no. available. No. He, he drafts for like the most obscure nonsense. Well, that's that's what he, I'm dra- saying. he drafts. Like somebody who's bad at fantasy football plays, where they're like, "Nah, this guy's a sleeper. Yeah, he's gonna score big this season." Like, the fucking guy hasn't scored a touchdown in four seasons. He's not a sleeper. He's a bad player. Exactly. Like, like what was it? Arthago. I I can't remember the two picks in Arthago Whiteside and uh, Jordan Matthews. One of them is a distant cousin of I want to say Randy Moss, and then the other one. I'm pretty sure it was Whiteside went to the same school as Jerry Rice, and that legitimately <laughs> was their reasoning for drafting these fucking guys. You could have said that to me, and I'd fire you on the spot. Yep. You can't tell me that made sense to you. You only went to the same school. So did the fucking nerd that that finished with a 4.0 GPA. Okay, it doesn't mean he can yeah. catch touchdowns. Okay, you gotta be kidding me. Howie is a cancer to any team he could ever possibly be on. He but looks like a child. He does. He looks confused. If you ever watch his press conferences, he looks sad and confused. He looks everyone. like he looks like uh, uh, Jeff Laurie is his uncle that got him his job. <laughs> and every meeting they have, they're like, "Listen, your sister's gonna be pissed at me if I fire you. Get your shit together." And how he's like, "I got it. I got this sleeper guy. His name's JJ Artega Whitesides, and he can looks like he can bite through a chef more can." Like, you could just like the reasoning on not drafting DK Metcalf almost makes me more upset than the reasons we drafted Whiteside. Yeah, Metcalf's reason the reason we didn't draft him, he's a poor route runner. Motherfucker, you doesn't need to run a route. No, he could run the slowest route in the world. Defenders are bouncing off of him. He's killing it. Tyler Lockett was the number one receiver. And he's a damn good receiver. Until DK Metcalf showed up, because Wilson's just sitting there like, I don't have to work that much to put that ball in a pocket. I just kind of throw it up there. Yeah. Yeah. And he's going to come down with it. So, I mean, 
it it doesn't it's incredible how how he is still here and now we have to look forward to the free agent signings who are we going to get in free agency who wants to come here i know who i'd like to see yeah, are they realistic probably not probably not at all honestly not at all. i don't like who so what position do you think this number six pick is going to go to? Why it? I mean, I, realistically, it has to go to wide receiver, right? Or you an take, offensive tackle. I understand that. I I think you have a real shot at drafting a good wide receiver. I think you could. I would. I would honestly rather go wide receiver first in Jamar Chase or Devontae Smith. After that, blow like three picks on linemen. Yeah, honestly. Mm-hmm. Why not at this point? Blow three, 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 four picks because you're not going to draft anybody else good. No. Draft like three, four picks. They're going to draft the another quarterback from like. <laughs> they're going to draft Alabama's quarterback. State. I'm calling it right now. Uh, yeah, on Hills. January 17th, they are drafting another. They're drafting Alabama's quarterback in like the third round or second round, whatever, wherever he. I won't even be upset, honestly. I'll be pissed. We have Gosh. four. We have three quarterbacks. The Sudfield's going after this year. Hopefully. No, he's a free agent, so he's walking. We're not re-signing him. But uh, there are some decent free agents out there. And my number one, and I would really love to get this guy, Juju. He's a free agent. I don't care about his TikToks. I don't care about what he does off the field. He's not a bad guy. I like it. He's like not the reason. You can say whatever you want. Juju's not the reason you all lost games. No, you were no, a bad football team. Who just happened to go? What was it eleven and zero before they lost a the game? Yeah, and then yeah. lost four straight. Yeah, or three straight. Also, he has that. He has that thing that every Philly fan loves. Every, I'm sure every NFL fan loves, but especially Philadelphia is where he will talk some shit, and he will whether it's used as as poster board material for them to look at, and then they come and get fucking destroyed by the Browns. But he will talk some shit, and that's. Perfect for us. He's a good wide receiver. He talks some shit. What else do you want? He gets under people's skin. Yeah, he, he is the embodiment of the like perfect wide receiver in Philly. He would, Philly would embrace him. I honestly. think it'd be great. And, and I his think, name is Juju. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it, like all jokes aside, I think he's a great wide receiver. I think Ben wasn't able to utilize him because I think his career is over. Good job on a great career, Ben. Your time's up. You can't throw it to Juju anymore. Unless your wide receiver had like a 5 to 10 yard gap, you really weren't hitting them. So, you didn't throw to them. That team was not good. Juju, on the other hand, could really walk here, not sign with them. If we signed him, now you have, because God help me if Jeffrey's still on the team. But you have Juju, Rager, you have Greg Ward, and you have Fulgham. And you still have Quez Watkins, who mm-hmm. who I, I feel like he never really saw the ball much, but he had that really nice play that helped Hurts out in the last game. So I think that wide receiver core is actually one I can get behind. I think that's finally you going all in on Wentz. I think you have to trade Hurts. And if you trade Hurts, you trade him away, I think you can get some decent value away. Like, I think you get some decent value from him. Honestly, I, I really do believe it. So you get some value from him. You start building up, whether it be draft picks or another you know player. I think you get draft picks more or less. 
So, Pete Draft turned into something. You finally try to give Wentz a clear head, new OC, new head coach, and you move forward to this year with a great wide receiver core. Then you start building up your offensive line. Maybe start calling more rollouts for Wentz. Finally. Yeah, he's great on the. He's pretty good on the rollout. Uh, before this year, because he didn't really have many, but the 2019, 2019 season, he was the most accurate quarterback in the NFL out of the pocket. So that speaks volumes to me. If you have to move the pocket 90% of the plays, just move the pocket. Adhere to what your quarterback is good at. I don't understand this whole making your quarterback conform to your system. No. Change your system, then. That's what your job is. To go off of that, now, we, we know Wentz was having a bad year, and we have what? What, what is um, Sanders right now? What, what ranking is he? What, uh, running back-wise? Yeah, running back-wise. I'm, I'm not even sure. As far as carries go, I mean, he never really got the carries. I think I th- he was top five in yards per carry, though. Yeah, now, if you have a top five yards per carry running back, arguably, use him when your QB is not doing great because he's going to, get your y- going to get you yards. You'd think, right? Instead of throwing the ball still 40, 50 times a game, you'd think that would be the answer. And then blame it on the QB when <laughs> you can't just give it to the – yeah, no, it doesn't make any sense. Exactly. There is something to be said, though, and as much of a Wentz lover as I am, for some reason, and it might just be the backup as a whole, but the city embodies the backup more. It just does. I think it's the whole underdog, the whole Philly, the whole Rocky thing. I think we love it. Hertz came in. I think he looked good. I think it was something fresh. I think it was hard to guard. No one's got film on him. You're not going to watch college film for a quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. You just won't do that. So... I just don't believe, like, I think Hurts rallied, I think the team rallied behind him because I think they knew they had to. I think it's, I've been saying this for a while now, Wentz can do things a lot by himself. I think they've gotten very reliant on this, and it's kind of been their downfall to the team's success, where they, the play starts falling apart, and they're like, that, well, fuck it, I'm just going to let Wentz, you know, turned Superman again, and he kind of can't anymore. You know, he, for what it's worth, I mean, he kind of has to protect that knee. Whether I don't think it's an issue anymore, but he's not going to try to break four tackles again. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then it turns into he's holding on to the ball too long because, well, he he can't throw the ball away every like every down. So the poor route running, it, it, the poor play calling not handing it off to Sanders when the team's struggling, it really killed Wentz's, I think, mindset and thus killed the season as a whole. So There, there was a lot of, like you said, poor route running. There, there was a play that just sticks in my mind to this day of um, Alshon Jeffrey not getting off a block and then looking as the ball just floats right over him. Oh, yeah. There, it's too many times where – our receivers are just kind of lollygagging out there, and then everything is blamed on Wentz when they could have gotten off their blocks in the first place and saved yeah, it down. Absolutely. I mean, the play that sticks out to me is uh, the goal line interception from Wentz, where Jeffrey cuts out, going across, and Wentz lobs one up to him. Jeffrey jumped early, and then was just like, eh, well, fuck it, and just like threw his arms up. You can watch him throw his arms, just like pass it away like ah whatever and the ball's picked off the lack of effort from Alshon Jeffrey alone 
is just, it's unacceptable. I don't know if that's, you know, they don't want to play for Wentz, or I think it's just Jeffrey doesn't want to play for Wentz. Yeah, definitely but yeah. Jeffrey. Hertz is so much faster than Wentz, and I think that's what saved a lot of the plays to help the offensive line. Mm-hmm. Uh, the offensive line has been terrible all year. I mean, we were relying on Jason Peters yeah. to yeah. save us. That yeah. should never have to happen. We went through how many different combinations this year? Like I think 14, was, yeah. 15 yeah, different? Like, like how, how do you go through that many lineups in that position and expect to be successful in guarding and protecting any quarterback at all? Because you're not going to mesh well with anybody. Like, it just, it, it's impossible. It is literally impossible. No, I absolutely. And then it's very quickly blamed on the quarterback, whether it be Wentz or Hurts, because I, I thought Hurts took a lot of uh, unnecessary criticism in the last game where against the Redskins, where he was like 7 for 20. But you saw it again. Rodgers here was marketing open. The line was collapsing. It. I felt bad for the kid because they were like, well, you see, the kid can't fucking hack it. No, the kid can hack it. The kid is fast. He's not the best quarterback, no. The kid's fast. He's he's running for his life on every single play. Yeah. Again, and, he can't do it by himself. And how many reps did he get throughout this season before he was the starting quarterback? Oh, yeah. How many yeah. throwing plays did mm-hmm. he get? Or was every single time he went out there, this goes back to poor play calling, every time he went out there, it was like, oh, he's out there, let's see what he's going to do. And it was a run. Or it was a fake to hand off. It like you can't put somebody out there to be a distraction, and then play the same play with him every time. It becomes well, he's not going to throw the ball. Exactly, he's out here. He's not throwing the ball. We know he's not throwing the ball because he Doug Peterson never let him throw the ball. Yeah, exactly. I hurts. I do feel bad for the kid because I think he's put in an impossible position as well, where it's like you know I just played well for a few games to be the backup now for what it seems like. You know, it seems like the team may be rolling in the whole Wentz as a QB. So, like, I feel bad for him. So, from the Wentz perspective, from the Hurts perspective, I would say I deserve to be the starter. And say they roll with him. Say they put Hurts as the starting quarterback next season. You trade Wentz away. You know, we'll. I don't know what package they'll get for him. We'll see what team he goes to at that point. At that point, then, you get rid of Hurts as well. Because the chemistry they have is insane, and I just think they go hand in hand. You're not going to get the same production of Ertz with Hertz, and uh, it's just, it, it won't work long term. So I think you would then cut ties with Ertz, cut ties with Wentz, you try to move the team forward. I don't think that whole college running style is going to work in the NFL. At least it's not going to bring us to the Super Bowl. If you guys want to have a, like two good seasons. And then kind of fall, you know, mediocre for a few years. What well, seems like it's going to happen to Baltimore pretty soon. Yeah. I mean, it it happened. Kyler Murray's very fast, but he can also sling that thing pretty, pretty he's, uh, he's accurately. He's starting to fall apart now. He, he's starting to get a little bit injury prone. Yeah, I th- I think the uh, I think you're going to see the Cardinals start drafting wide receivers now. They're not going to have Larry. They have D Hop. I think they have Christian Kirk. I think you're gonna see them try to attack some more some more wide receivers, get get them another running back and uh really start taking off here. But I don't I, I think the best 
fit for the Eagles moving forward will be to keep Wentz. We'll see what happens. But uh, we keep Wentz. Fogum needs to be out on that field. Alshon Jeffrey cannot be there. Fogum needs to be because now it is interesting though because I'm glad you hurt. I was just about yeah, to mention like, this. I was there's he just got surgery on his ankle. I don't understand playing through an injury on a season with nothing to gain. I understand you want yeah. to be out there. Mm-hmm. I I didn't I didn't even play football. I don't understand. What makes you in a season where you have nothing to play for, not taking care of yourself? Lane Johnson does it constantly, and it's why he's trash now. Because yeah. he is. It's it, it's remarkable to me watching these players like in the off season. Oh, I just got surgery. You're a, you got four fucking wins all season, four or five yeah. wins all year. Why are you playing? Why are you playing? Like, take care of yourself. You're a young kid. Take care of yourself. Go get that surgery. Come back week one, a hundred percent. Yeah, I don't understand. But the media also did not report on it. I don't think it was known. I think I think again they kept this thing kind of hush hush for no reason, unless or he didn't say anything. So, and uh, another thing to talk about was uh, was this weekend Jeff McClain came out with a article, basically just bashing Wentz saying he in you know my own words he's egotistical then in his words he's hard to coach he does his own thing goes off the script I don't I don't believe these things to be true solely for the fact that it's not what he gives off in the media presences he did own his mistakes he did own losses he said when he messed up he said he has to be better could that all be him just, you know, blowing smoke out or blowing smoke out his ass? Sure, it could be. But Jason Kelsey and Fletcher Cox get behind this guy. Yep. They aren't going to get behind some ego monster who can't take coaching. So I think that's a lot of you know bullshit from the media trying to make a story and make a bigger name for himself. You yeah. know. Yeah, and uh, like we talked about this before. This was like, I agree. I don't believe it at all, but I think it does have to be brought up where could it maybe absolutely maybe positive possibly <laughs> be possible that this is true because this isn't the first time you're hearing something like this about him I think there's some truth and too and it, they do when you take Wentz out of the game out of a game and put in Hurts or even when we put in Foles before the offense did play differently the whole team did play differently yeah. They had more energy. They were more hyped up. It seemed like it was clicking. Yeah, a lot of things where we thought that the team was completely broken. We changed the quarterback, and now it's like everything's clicking. Yeah, I agree with you. I, agree I with don't you think it's true, but it. I think it is interesting that all of these like that that article comes out and the Alshon Jeffrey leak comes out. Yeah. and the players react differently when he's out. Yeah, I agree with you. I do agree with you completely where it is something to be said where this isn't the first time we've heard this. I take Alshon Jeffrey's word with, you know, not even a grain of salt. I don't trust the guy to tie my fucking shoes. He had a good season here in 2017 and it ended there. So, you know, take his words for whatever you will. I don't think Wentz is an issue, you know, in a locker room. 
I will say, I don't think him and Peterson like each other. I don't think they've liked each other way before this year. I think they've had issues going years past. I think Peterson and Wentz started bashing heads in 2018, back when he got pulled with that, you know, quote-unquote back injury, whatever. I think that was a saving face thing. I think Peterson calls a different game when Wentz is out. And then when he's in, I think it's a much, you know, dumbed down, like, well, see what you can do then, you know, with what I give you. I think this year, I I do believe in the report where it said that he was changing Peterson's plays. I do believe that. I don't really hate that, though. No, I mean, Peterson's a shit play caller, so I kind of respect him pushing against him. It didn't work, but... Wentz has his own issues mentally or whatever, you know. I don't think his issues lie in his talent aspect. I think he's a very talented quarterback. But, I uh, again, we'll have to see what comes next year and what god-awful moves, how he decides to make with this team. Because right now he own, he's he got every say because there's nobody else to call him out on it. And he has to figure out this cap because we are, what, how, much, how far over are we? We have, like, the... I think we're the second highest cap in the yeah. NFL right now. Yeah, so we're 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 in bad. We're in an awful position until oh, yeah. things get figured out. Yeah, absolutely. So I don't know what we're going to be able to do. Who we're going to be able to keep? Yeah, buckle up, birds fans. Shit's yeah. not going to get better anytime soon. Yeah, so I hope you enjoyed that 2017 run like we did because things are not things. The brighter days are not ahead of us. Let's jump ship a little bit. Because I think if I talk any more Eagles, my head's going to explode. <laughs> it's been a terrible year. There are some brighter notes in Philly sports. A little bit brighter. It's not like anything's, you know, super shiny. The Sixers, you know, we aren't doing bad. We're third in the East right now. Um, we're seven and zero with uh, we're seven and zero with all of our starters playing. But unfortunately, we are two and four with one of those players missing. I think that's alarming. It's very, very alarming for the future. <clears throat> and for a playoff run that happens, say one guy gets COVID and we have to miss out a player. Some bright spots, though. Embiid is an early MVP front runner, and I think he, I think he's really been able to listen to the criticism the fans and the media have been giving him about his play. And I think he's really listened. I think he's really been killing it this year. He's had a double-double in most games. And shake, protein shake Milton. Protein shake out here. Doing work. He's on his way to being six-man. At least a six-man candidate. I hope so. I mean, he is... By far the second best player on the team. Yeah. And, you know, what, uh, we'll have him on soon. Our good buddy Greg, he's been hot on this kid for a year and a, a year now. So, yeah, Greg almost, will come with all the news. And he'll, yeah. He'll have all the facts. He'll be ready. Yeah. He'll be ready to smack us down whenever we yeah. step in a line with the Sixers. Yeah. But Ben is a problem. I've got no saving grace for Ben Simmons. He, I, he can't he can't stay. I can't I can't watch another season of Ben Simmons in the Sixers jersey. 
He, he, we've tried. We've tried to hang on to hope where he'll turn it around and start shooting, and he doesn't. He does not. He doesn't produce. He's playing more like a center than he is a point guard. Yeah. He worries more about rebounds, and I mean rebounds are great. They help us, but he needs to score. He's a point guard. He's got to do something, and he's not. He doesn't do anything for us. He's got to go. Max is a great point guard. Shake's a great point. Yeah. It something's got to give. They've got to try to trade him. I would. I would package Matisse, Matisse Thibel with him. I really like Ben Simmons, <laughs> and I really like Matisse, and it, it would physically hurt me to watch them go. But at this point, it for us to at least get a ring, it might have to. Happen. I'm glad you like Ben because you might be the only person in Philadelphia <laughs> still. I will be. The, I will be the saving <laughs> grace. I will. I like Ben. I don't know. I just I feel like he could be something, but I don't know if we have what it takes to build him into what we need him yeah. for. I do like Tease a lot. I would hate to see him go, but if it means getting rid of Ben, see ya. I would love to get a Zach Levine or a Bradley Beal out of it. Mm-hmm. I think it's possible. I think both of those teams would be looking for something new. And uh, I think both of those players want out of their current situations. I think it's how I think it's possible, man. And uh, but who knows? Who knows if we even have a season? COVID yeah. seems to be running rapid through the NBA again. No one can stay safe. Everyone is hitting the nightclubs, hitting strip clubs. I'm shocked James Harden is still allowed to play. But Kyrie Irving is one who just he doesn't even show up anymore. But the Sixers have had to play with like seven or eight guys every game. They finally got their first game postponed today. We'll see. Well, I don't, I think they're going to be forced to switch to a bubble system soon. If that is even possible with the amount of teams, but we'll see. I don't, the future looks good for the Sixers as long as Ben Simmons is no longer here. So I don't know. What do you think about, about Ben not being here? It might be, like I said, it's probably for the best for him not to be here. There, there's not much that that can be said for him staying with his play. We need someone that can shoot, and he's not doing it. He should have the skill. He should have the confidence to shoot, and there's there's nothing that sh- – he's not showing us that he can do it for whatever reason. And even if he just shoots and misses, at least he's shooting. Hopefully he makes them. But it's it's not helping us in the long run. And... Yeah, I agree. Uh, I don't know if you guys were able to hear, Billy. You just got an update on your phone. I yeah. think that was uh, the Bucks beating the Saints, right? Yeah. 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 Thirty to twenty. It must be fucking nice to watch playoff football and have you know your fanhood embraced in it. Yeah. God, this sucks. Tom Brady stayed on the field to shake everyone's hand and give them hugs. What's that like? He does not do that for Nick Foles. He didn't do it this Nick Foles this year. He didn't do it in the Super Bowl. Does not care about this man. Be like that sometimes. Yeah. But uh, anyway, Ben's got to go. Moving on to the Philadelphia Flyers, who seem to be the brightest light yeah. in Philadelphia. <laughs> they, God, if you're not a Flyers fan, it's time to hop on board because things look very good. For the Broad Street Bullies. Yes. Don't ever fucking call them the Fly Guys. I'll find a way to block you from the podcast. There's yeah. no way. You know, don't disrespect them like that. No. 
This is the Broad Street Bullies, and they seem to be playing on all cylinders. Carter Hart is still the centerpiece of this team. Carter Hart. He's back, baby. He's he's on fire. hasn't hasn't slowed down at all. Maybe it's the short the short off season, but the kid seems to be the real deal. He's a wall. He's a brick wall. It's the goalie we've been looking for for the last thirty years. Yeah. So finally, and the name his name rolls off the tongue. Nicely. Exactly. It's a nice household name yeah. to have. It's pretty. Uh, the players love him. He's a cute baby face guy. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, they're they're two and zero currently. They beat the shit out of the Penguins, which always just always feels, feels so good. nice. We got we got Buffalo. We're up against Buffalo. I I see us rolling through that game as well. Hopefully, yeah. we start the season three and zero. We were the best team I felt last year. I think we came out a little sloppy, a little cocky on defense. I think Ghost is an issue. At least he yeah. was last year. I don't. I don't think there's a super big place for him if he doesn't like solely focus on his defense instead of worrying about what he can do on the offensive side. Limbom, I don't say his name correctly. I'm sure, but the guy is just—he's a hero in all he sports. He's, I look up to him. <laughs> he like, he's like the real life Rocky for this city again. He's, Absolutely, he just. What what's a bigger obstacle to face than that, yeah. and then coming back and ha- playing phenomenally? Yeah, having having cancer, beating it, and then in the same season, last season coming back, going to the bubble, playing, performing, and then you're back on a short off season, two games, two goals. The guy is incredible, and hopefully something that's here for the long haul. Because I think everybody can get behind a guy like this. Yeah, you ha- he's got if everyone. You a, respect. If you have a heart, you can get behind him. <laughs> yeah, I think everything. Travis Konechny with the hat trick the other day, with the I mean, one lone hat on the ice, uh, that was a sad sight. That but. was a sad sight. I did read though; people were sending their hats into Wells Fargo uh, for, for Travis. To- yeah, so that would be nice to see. We'll see if that works out. It is sad watching hockey games and all of these sports with no fans at all. It is sad it's and depressing. <laughs> yeah, it's probably why Philly sports suck, honestly. Yeah, because there's no assholes in the stands to yell and distract the other team. Yeah, we don't have that energy. <laughs> They're not throwing things. There's no one to flip off Westbrook <laughs> on, on the baseline. <laughs> so there's no one to you know throw shit at the players during Eagles games. There's there's we got nothing right now. Yeah. So. <laughs> Who's going to call the ref an asshole when he misses a play? <laughs> so, but. Yeah, the refs aren't going to fear their lives after <laughs> yeah, the game. Yeah, they got an easy walk to the fucking <laughs> car, man. So, the Flyers seem to be the only bright spot in Philadelphia. The Phillies are still a complete mystery on if they're able to sign anybody or make the right signings for their pitching squad. The bullpen, last year at least, was god awful worst in MLB history. So that's fun. At least we're making history with our shit. We finally have decided to give Rian Muto a big contract, five year, $100 million contract. They haven't broken any news about it. I hope he signs it. It doesn't seem like he has any, you know, attractive offers anywhere else or to a 
better team than we could have and hang out with his friend Bryce Harper. So with that said, hopefully Rio Muto is wearing the red pinstripes next year in Philadelphia. Well, again, we have to wait and see what happens because we know Philadelphia is not known for making the right moves. So, well, we just wait and see and drink down our sorrows with all of you. Let's be honest. It's sometimes it's really hard to be a Philly to to be an Eagle like any Philly fan. In general, oh, it's nearly impossible. It's it's so hard. I mean, several times with both of you texting back and forth, we have talked about, oh my, I'm fucking jumping ship. Yep. I'm out of here. Yep. I'm out of here. I'm fucking, I mean, Billy's talked about going to the Saints with Jenkins. Uh, yeah. I've been, yeah. I'm, lo- I'm low-key praying that Wentz goes to the Colts so I can just become a Colts fan. I just can't fuck col- with their colors. Their colors are too close to Cowboys colors. <laughs> Around here, you get caught wearing <laughs> blue and white. You're, it's on site. Give yeah, me the blue and white, baby. No, I'll, I'll become a fucking Dolphins fan. <laughs> yeah, you were doing pretty good. Yeah. They had a great season. Surprising. I think it's all because of the COVID shit and no fans, but we'll see. Whatever. Yeah, I saw this is nothing to do with Philadelphia sports, but we're watching the end of the uh, Saints-Bucks game, and uh, I saw this crazy statistic to where – so Steph Curry makes 40, 44% of his three-point shots. And Tom Brady, throughout his career, his seasons, has gone to the Super Bowl 46% of the time. So just by percentage-wise, Tom Brady <laughs> is more likely to go to the Super Bowl than Steph Curry is to make a three-pointer. That is disgusting. That is disgusting. Not right. It's sad what yeah. Boston's been able to enjoy for so fucking long. I'm glad he's gone. I'm glad he's out of New England. That's they why don't deserve they it. earned the name Massholes because yeah. they're so entitled to this shit. Yeah, now you have all these assholes growing up yeah. with these signs that have been like, I've been to 14 parades. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that kid. You're 14 years old. Kid. Fuck yeah. it. I hate that kid. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> we grew up from the dirt with nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I kissed our friend Frank and, and fellow member of the podcast he just missed today. But I, I kissed him on the mouth when the Eagles won. They don't even give a shit when the Patriots win the Super Bowl. They just go back to sleep when they win. Yeah, yeah that's normal for them. Shit, we nearly was, burnt down our city. I know. I was sobbing, whole... crying, eating <laughs> buffalo chicken dip. Hey, at least you were eating food. Some people were looking horse shit. Yeah, so, could have been me. Yeah, could have been me, honestly, had I seen it. <laughs> but I think um, I think that's a, a great place to sit down the show. Actually, before we go, another another great statistic since you were uh, bringing up stuff. Aaron Rodgers only lost twice at Lambeau Field late uh, in like the last two seasons. Carson Wentz and Kirk Cousins. And with that. Thanks for listening, everybody. Hopefully you enjoyed it as much as we did making it. If you enjoyed what you heard, show us some love. Leave your comment on how you think we did. Bless us with a follow on Twitter, at the4bspod. That is at T-H-E, the number 4, B-S-P-O-D. If you didn't enjoy it, pretend this never fucking happened. Wanye, play us out.